Welcome to another exciting episode of The Nuclear View, a weekly podcast of the National Institute for Deterrent Studies, where we want to advance peace, promote stability, and remind you to think deterrence. The views of the guests are their own. Welcome back to another great episode of The Nuclear View. Of course, you recognize me. I'm Adam Lowther, and today we've got Jim Petrosky, Curtis McGiffin, and you normally you never see her. That's Kim Charrington. She is our producer, and she's always in the background. She, you know, she is taking care of uh, editing the podcast and making sure that everything is done and you know when my volume's up high and Curtis's is down low and there's awkward pauses <laughs> she fixes all that but today she's going to join us on the podcast and the reason she's joining us because nids turned 1 year old and you know we're we're kind of in a celebratory mood and so we thought what we might do today I I know you you like us to talk about controversial topics but we're we're going to talk about over this past first year, because I don't know if, if you, the listeners, have ever started a new organization, but it's awfully painful. But you have lots of highs and lows. And so we were going to talk about some of those highs over the last year. And I wanted Curtis. Well, no, you know what, Jim? You, you, you run the organization. I am but your humble servant. So can you... Can you kick us off with, you know, sort of your great moments uh, over this past year of year one of NIDS, which hopefully NIDS will, you know, have 50 more to go. But uh, year one. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. Yeah. And first of all, I want to say uh, it's great to have Kimberly Charrington actually joining us in more than just the editing, because that's the hard part that she'll do after this. Even this one, she'll probably edit out a majority of what you just said. So our listeners will probably <laughs> not have heard some of the comments you made. But anyway, um, yeah, so this is this is a really exciting time for us. And and we discussed among us if uh uh, whether we're, we're going to go through and do some reviews of what we had done before, but we've sort of done some of that. I've talked a little bit about it, at nu- nuclear knowledge, and we talked about it in a previous episode, I believe episode 39, when we had our unofficial start. And so today, I think it's really good to talk about all the fun things that have happened. And so Adam, Adam gives me the, the opening. I'll probably jump in later on anyway. I do it all the time. Kimberly, probably you'll edit that part out, maybe even just what I said. But anyway, so... <laughs> The uh, the fun thing is that I I think it's exciting. My the first thing is I'm excited to know that I was able to be the president of an organization that has grown so much in the past year. I mean, it's just incredible. And I could go through all the different things and tell you how incredible they are. But I want to highlight one thing that I think is really important that we were able to do, and and just to sort of give people an idea of the business sense of what we had done. Cause we bantered around whether we were going to do this or not. And that was my, my exciting thing was to attend a conference that I've been attending for over 20 years. Cause all my friends and colleagues and scientific partners were at the conference. And that conference was a heart conference. And you guys might remember when we started talking about joining the heart conference, Adam and, and Curtis, especially, you guys are like the heart conference. I don't go to a medical conference. Right. And second of all, I said, no, it's not, it's hardened electronics and radiation technologies. And even Curtis said, 
what are radiation technologies, et cetera, because he had no idea. So it was really <laughs> good bringing you guys to a conference that meant a lot to me. But we also were able in that conference to run a booth and show people what NIDS was. And to me, that was exciting. But let me back up a little bit, because just before this this podcast started, I started talking about some of the reasons why I wanted to do what we're doing in NIDS. So I'm going to say some of the other business aspects of this. We left, we traveled, we went to a conference, we came back, and nobody had to fill out a bunch of travel forms to DTS the new government, okay? It was great, all right? This is part of business. It works a lot more efficiently. I love efficiency. The second piece about the heart conference that I thought was really cool was I wasn't grading papers on the side. I was running a business while at the conference and while doing my thing. I was having a good time. And I got to interact a lot more with my friends and colleagues and the super people at the Heart Conference and the organizations that were there. I thought that was great. Um, and then I, I also was excited because we played a role in General Murphy being able to be the keynote speaker. And seeing that person up front and the, and the delivery and also the responses from people that were there, this was quite an accomplishment. The first time that we've had anyone at that conference speaking to a technical audience in a way that made sense to them. And it was eloquent. It was useful, relevant, and needed. And so I was glad that we were able to do that. So you get this excitement from me all the time when I talk about just about anything. But this was really cool. And because of that, I'll say... Go to the heart next year because NIDS will be in Huntsville. We'll have another booth. We'll be handing out all kinds of merch and you'll get to interact with all of us face to face, even though you've seen us on the podcast. So that's my opening line. We'll see if the other guys could do any better. And Kimberly, just jump in and tell me where I'm wrong. All right. Back to you, Adam. <laughs> okay. So, Curtis, uh, what was your sort of high points from this past year? <laughs> well, let me first react to to Jim's uh, – when you first had a uh, set in motion, it was sort of the first big thing was we're going to the hard conference. And, yes, I did think we were going to go to some sort of medical thing uh, until he explained to me the acronym. And then I thought, we should all get white lab coats. Wouldn't that be cool, you know? I already uh, have one. Stethoscopes <laughs> uh, and these sorts of things. Well, you know, as squishy liberal arts guys, we don't have those sorts of things. But nonetheless, it was a lot of fun. I understood very little about what was presented, but I felt good because all these other people did understand all this stuff, and it made me feel safe. So uh, it, it was it was awesome uh, to be a part of that and to get a, a glimpse into into Jim's world, so to speak. And I'm glad that Adam and I didn't embarrass him. Uh, you know, sort of the kids, I never said you know, that. we didn't embarrass, never we didn't embarrass our father. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure, uh, the opportunity to interact with us in person is all that appealing to folks. So you might want to change your marketing scheme for, uh, for the Huntsville, uh, effort next April. Is it next April? I think that's great. Um, all right. So, so, uh, Adam, thanks again. And, uh, I'm really excited that Kimberly has joined us. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to her assessment of, of the year, uh, with her. I'm, um, the, I think the things that I want to talk about that I'm really excited about that we've accomplished over the past year is the podcasting. And, um, there, you know, I kind of went through and sort of reviewed our podcasts, uh, 
what do we got 42 of them now uh to date at the time of this recording so this would be number 43 i think kimberly so um uh that's a pretty good number i mean and uh, we've certainly improved the first thing I'm, i'm i'm really happy with is how much improvement we've done um we have a long ways to go um, I recently had an interaction with someone with a with a um, a listener who reached out to me through LinkedIn um, to ask some some very very learned questions about um, a, a podcast we had several weeks ago a month ago or so on some economics and uh, our conversation was so good it, it turned into an invite to come join us as as a fellow. Um, and, uh, and I think, um, uh, he's really excited about that opportunity, but one of the things he said on the phone when we were chatting was, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast now for so many months. I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity <laughs> and I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. But anyway, uh, when I think about the, the two podcasts that I thought were the most poignant at the time and the most, um, uh, exciting to deliver, um, was one that we did really uh, fairly, I thought was the point, the podcast at which we had turned the corner in quality. Uh, and that was episode 13, where we talked about the Chinese spy balloon back in March of 2023. I thought that was um, uh, an episode that we really sort of began to emerge as a critical thinking group that was looking at this problem a little bit different than others. So uh, that was one that I found particularly uh, interesting. And then the second one was, ironically, 13 episodes later, uh, episode 26, which we did in June, um, uh, called the uh, our reaction to uh, national security uh, to the national security advisors' reaction to arms control, where we sort of laid out um, and uh, examined a speech that Mr. Jake Sullivan gave at the arms control convention. Um, and, uh, uh, and we sort of picked that thing apart, uh, and, uh, kind of called, uh, balls and strikes on that. And I really thought that that was yet another point where we began to, uh, uh, emerge again into sort of a third stage of, of our ability to sort of really provide some critical thought. And now, but we were, but now we were really looking at sort of government policy and how it might be wrong and where it might be right and these sorts of things. So those are two things that I thought are, are, uh, were really exciting to me in this past year. So um, I don't know. Uh, is there one that, that you felt that was good, Adam, Jim? Well, tell me there's one good. I tell you, I went back and did the same thing in preparation for this. And I, I like all of our podcasts. I listen to them a lot more. Um, you know, going back and rehash them. And I would suggest to our audience, after you listen to some of them and you think about it, go back because you pick up other nuances, which I've picked up from Curtis and Adam being here as the technical guy, but not being in the same world as they have. And so just like Curtis had said, coming to heart, you know, he learned about my world. I'm learning so much about their world, part of this that I didn't know. And so this is the value of us. But I do want to say one thing, you know, I'm, you know, you introduced me, Adam, as the president and I run this organization and everything else. But let's just remember that I had a different name for the podcast, this podcast specifically. I even have photographs of us going down to the Air Force Museum and taking pictures in front of the Norden bombsite. 
or bomb uh, the, the door. <laughs> That's right. right. So, so we had, I had a different right view that. and you guys change that around. And the point is that we get along, but we don't always agree, but we always come up with something that works. And I think that's really cool, Curtis, that, the, you know, we had, you, you're right, we've, we've advanced, but I'd say those earlier ones, even though we were feeling around the edges, they were quite informative. Well, I encourage all our listeners who haven't heard them to go back and listen to them. <laughs> listen to the crappy ones. And yeah. so that you can say, oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> That's They've right. gotten better. They've gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about you, Kim? I mean, you sit in the background, mostly with your camera off. And I bet half the time you're probably shaking your head, knowing we can't see you and just saying, oh, bless their hearts. They try. <laughs> well, first, I just, I want to thank you guys for having me on. And I do feel lucky that I'm part of this team. I'm more comfortable behind the scenes. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is new for me to be, uh, to be recorded. But wow, it sure makes me sensitive to, to the three of you and our guests that come on. Because now I know how how nervous they could be. <laughs> um, some of the things that stand out in this last year to me and that I'm proud of is the learning, just how much we have all learned about um, standing up this organization. And, and for me, particularly how, um, how to move this podcast into something that is successful and that will help fulfill the mission of NIDS. And I think that's where we are. I mean, I appreciate you guys because you're, you've been so easy to work with. And as I learn and grow, everyone on this team is so forgiving because we're all learning together and it does feel like a team effort, which I feel lucky to be part of the nuclear view and nuclear knowledge guests that we've had on over the last year have been remarkable and the efficiency of the way that we do the podcast our listenership has grown i know jim you have, you get a lot of uh, feedback from people who have learned a lot from the show and continue to request you know topics and things they want us to cover, but also uh, thank you for putting, putting the show out there. So that's something to be proud of. Uh, my favorite thing about working with all of you is just your personality. <laughs> you're, you're so much fun to be with. And I love the way you interact with each other because as you pointed out before, even if you don't think the same or agree on a topic, you're still gentlemen and you still respect each other and listen to each other and um, try to see things from other people's point of view. Yeah. So that's, that's something that makes it fun. But Kimberly, you know, what I, what I really want to know is who have you had to edit the most of the three of us? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Come on. Pony up. Hmm. Well, you probably want me to say Adam, but um, I guess it's equal between all three of you. 
There's no one who stands out as making more mistakes. I'm sure in this episode, I'm going to be editing myself the most. (laughs) I never have to edit any of you more than the other. Just all of you. Yeah. (laughs) You just didn't take the bait. Thanks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, Adam, what part of the year are you most uh, proud of? If you're, or, or that you want to call out that we're, that was most successful, as we should say. I would say it's a two-parter. The first part is we've been able to bring together, you know, we have over 45 fellows now. And these are all, if you look at the think tanks, because I've, I've had fellowships in various think tanks in, in Washington, D.C. over the last 20 years. And if you think about the think tanks that are out there, none of them has built the kind of talent pool of people that have the kind of particularly the operational experience because, you know, most were mostly, you know, ex-military and, and ex-lab guys. And so you've built scientific talent that has, you know, really done hands-on work. And then you've built military talent that has hands-on experience. And then a lot of them, you know, most of our folks have PhDs. And so you've really taken sort of the best of everybody that has a passion about nuclear and about the preservation of the deterrent, uh, you know, turning it into what it should be, about dispelling those those, you know, that misinformation that's often out there and really trying to explain to the American public, hey, here's why we have them. Here's what they actually do for us. Here's why they're important. And here's what you really need to know. And we've built a unprecedented, you know, group of folks that look anywhere. Nobody's close. We are the nuclear deterrence think tank, you know, that's, we're, we're the one because we have the talent and it's a, you know, it's a hell of a group. And so I'm proud of that, that we, that we've got those great folks. I mean, they're great. Go look at the website, but we've also over this first year have made a concerted effort to really try to engage with our public writing. And not just to write sort of these, you know, a lot of times the things I see come out of think tanks in D.C., they're very vanilla. You know, they might not be 100% of what everybody likes on either side of the aisle, but you work very hard not to offend anybody. And so we've sort of come out with, you know, the gloves off and we're actually, you know, engaging in a, a pretty vigorous way in some of the things we've written and we've really tried to work, you know, for example, the article that Jim and I and uh, uh, Robin and, and rags that we wrote in the war zone, that was an article designed to help people understand what really happens if a low yield nuclear weapon, you know, a tactical low yield nuclear weapon were to go off, what would those weapons effects be like? Because we all we ever get is sort of these very high level, you know, it's bad, 
all nukes are bad. It leads to Armageddon. But it's like, no, 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 no. That's actually not true. Here's what really happens. And therefore, it helps people to really understand how usable are nuclear weapons and what do they actually cause damage-wise and consequence-wise. And that's that's an important thing. And so I think we're doing something with the writing, with with the great folks that are here that you just don't find anywhere. And that was part of, if you think about when we formed this organization, we said, hey, we don't want to be like Heritage or Hudson or CSIS or Brookings, or we don't want to be like those. We're going to have a narrower mission and we're going to bring in people who are not, you know, so many people, they go to D.C., And then once they go to D.C., they get a master's degree at Georgetown and then they go get a appointment in in an administration or they go to a think tank and then they spend their whole lives in the beltway. That's not us. We're people who actually turn wrenches, flew aircraft, did the things we talk about. And that makes us very different than most think tanks. And I'm I'm really proud of that fact. And I look forward to the years ahead to where, you know, we really get to influence the American public and then hopefully public policy and then what Congress understands. Yeah. And Adam, I I think a piece that our, our listeners don't see one, uh, they don't see the, some of the other comments that we get just on the side from people that interact with us. But one of the other things they don't see, and this is something among us that you just touched on here. I want to highlight is that each one of us, aside from what we're doing in NIDS has gone out on our own because we are so passionate about this going out on our own and interacted with our local communities, our local schools, our local, our local friends groups. And, and, you know, Curtis, uh, uh, Curtis has interacted with the, um, the foreign legion. Is that right? Uh, Lions Club. Lions Club, yeah. And, you know, going out and doing this because we like it. We like it so much, even when we're not on the quote clock, we're still doing it because we are so passionate about it. And I hope that comes across to our listeners. And I've had that feedback from people when they've when they've written me. By the way, nids at thinktheturns.com if you want to reach us or if you have a question for us to hit. Ask Nids at thinktheturns.com. Email us and give us a subject that you want to talk about if you're passionate about it, because that's what we want to do. We want to reach you. And so very good, Adam, that, you know, that that piece of what we do is sort of what drives us because we are, you know, advancing peace, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, we have to do that through the interaction with the public and through the uh, interact and a direct interaction with our customers. Now, let me add one of the things that I'm I'm really most, I guess, um, excited about or proud of, of what we do and why we exist. And, uh, and I think this goes to what all of you have already said is, is that I kind of feel like, you know, we are a counter, not the counter, but a counter to the nuclear disarmament community that is out there preaching the, uh, you know, this this evil of, 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 of nuclear weapons and ergo nuclear deterrence, uh, because, uh, you know, they, you, you can't, um, 
These community will talk down nuclear deterrence because it places nuclear weapons in a positive light, and that can't happen. And so, um, and the risk to that is, is what it can do to destabilize the world and impact peace. And so I feel that it's part of our mission to get out there and counter those arguments and try to appeal to those with open minds um, to say, not really, that there are some other things that have to happen. And I try to remind people that we've had a world without nuclear weapons. Just look from 19, August 1st of 1945 and look to the left on the calendar. And it's a, it's a cold, dark world that's full of death and destruction. And, uh, and since 19, since August 9th of 1945, um, we have en enjoyed um, a lot fewer <laughs> uh, deaths in the world. And I think that is very important to this mission set. It is the peace that nuclear deterrence has purchased. And someone has to tell that story or at least contribute to the telling of that story. And that is what NIDS does and is getting better at every year. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you you make a you mentioned this earlier, Jim, but I think it's worth mentioning again for those of you that are listeners and you want to make a comment or you want to ask a question, ask nids at thinkdeterrence.com. Shoot us an email. Send us a comment. You can complain if you want. You can say, you guys are totally wrong. <laughs> and we will not be offended. We are thick-skinned. Uh, or you can ask a question and we'll talk about it on, on one of the podcasts. But, you know, part of why we're here is to interact with you. So we appreciate that interaction. So in let fact, me ask you, I would say I would say if you really think that we're wrong on something, come on the show. We are intelligent, interested people. I want to know your view. I want to know why we're wrong or how we're wrong. And then Adam will tell you why you're wrong, but that's okay. Um, no, just kidding. We, it's our show. It's our show. <laughs> and Kimberly will edit you out. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, no. You, you're not making, it's you're really not making show. coming on very, look very attractive right now. I'm just kidding. I, uh, no, I, I want that interaction. We need that interaction in our country. And that, again, going back to saying we, as a group, and I'll, I'll, I'll say my final comment because it'll tie this together, but we don't always agree, and that's good. We don't always see things eye to eye, and that's good. But what ends up happening is we go back and look at the mission and the needs of the country and the need to get this information out there and look at it uh, with, with introspection, uh, with, with detailed knowledge and sharing that out, and we all come out better for it. So that's what we want to do. So yeah, joking aside, that's what we'd love to be able to do. Get some of those, you know, mm -hmm. anti-nuke people or, or somebody that's counter to us. I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to have that discussion. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to work on that see how that works. But, uh, you know, it's funny, Ronald Reagan, you know, he used to say that an 80% ally is not a 20% enemy. And so, you know, you can disagree. But that there's so much that, you know, this is part of what's wrong with American politics today is that people are so focused on the 20 percent they disagree on that they forget about the 80 percent that they do agree on. Because we all want, you know, to raise our children and, to, you know, live in peace and prosperity and, you know, sort of these common values that often get lost. 
you, you, let me ask, let me ask you, Kim, if there's, you know, you talked about the learning and you talked about sort of going from, I mean, you were an English, a middle school English teacher before you started uh, doing podcasting. Uh, Should pay better to be a <laughs> podcast engineer. <laughs> And so now you're, uh, you know, now you're, our, you know, you're the one who will start sending out and you'll be our North Carolina representative to all the conferences in the area. And we'll put you on panels and have you talking. And uh, but is there something, you know, some one particular moment that or one particular thing that you like most? Yes, coming from a background uh, that was not involving nuclear deterrence. I mean, as I look through all of our episodes, which um, for the nuclear view, you know, we're on uh, episode 43. And I mean, I've learned about treaties and the, our, the size of our arsenal, about space forces, about Russia, China, North Korea, AI, uh, so many topics that Maybe I had heard of before, but this is really educating me. And it is shocking sometimes when I go out and talk to people about these the podcast that I don't think most Americans are aware of what we're doing as far as nuclear deterrence here and, and some of the deficits we do have, the timeline, and what the international... Um, stance is on on a lot of these issues uh it has made me want to research and learn more about it and you know there's been times when i've gotten off a recording with the nids team and been a little shaken up like a little concerned about where where we are and and are we safe and what are we doing to make sure that our nuclear deterrent is is strong and that we're modernizing and it has caused me to go and do some more research so i thank you for that and i hope that's what it's doing to, for our listeners as well and being a teacher i do appreciate the expertise you all have in educating and teaching in your particular content area and being part of a educational institution like National Institute for Deterrence Studies. Oh, oh. you're going to have to give her a raise, Jim. <laughs> wow. You know, Kimberly, we're a bunch of know, nice Kimberly, guys. Kimberly, at first you're reading from the script I sent to you, but I'm glad you added your own piece at the end there. <laughs> uh oh. Well, I'll say this for the listeners who, who don't, uh, who just listen to us. When we podcast, we actually have a visual on each other, even though we all are in different states. So Kimberly does have the pleasure or displeasure, depending upon your perspective, of watching us as we do this podcast. So she sees how we emote our and and uh, and project our feelings, and uh, she sees you know when Adam you know shakes his fist at me. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, you know, I have to count the fingers constantly when I'm talking, when, when we're bantering, but, uh, but nonetheless, it's, uh, it is a, a compliment, uh, Kimberly, thank you that, 
that you can uh, you can recognize that. And it's just a, a little peek under the curtain that I, our listeners don't necessarily have. It's not unlike teaching middle school here. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes, you guys are raising your hand to speak like I've seen in school <laughs> classrooms as well. Yeah, but probably the kids in your, in your school before were a little uh, more disciplined, maybe. Yeah, so it's that, unfortunately, it's that time in the show where we have to wrap it up to, uh, any final thoughts cuz you know it's it's the you know it's our anniversary it's our birthday but it's now come and, and it'll be gone and it'll be back to the you know back to the hot topics uh, next week and for for the following year jim final thought yeah so you know you started out by saying you know new business we're new on the block we've got some really big mission statements but uh, for me, I, I stepped out of almost 40 years in government, and I, I loved the camaraderie I had in the government. I loved the working together. Um, I will say that I was really concerned when I stepped out and started working a business after that. But for our listeners who are at that point where you may be retiring, you may be entering into a different workforce, uh, let me be the first person to tell you that you can rebuild that if you get in the right organization. And I would say that one of my most favorite things about being a part of this, and don't wipe your eyes there, Curtis, I haven't said anything to make you cry yet, but uh, no, seriously, getting, getting to get to know you guys. I mean, we've been at my house. We went to the museum together. We've been at conferences together. We've been on educational events together. I feel like I've gotten a new family, a new group of friends, a new camaraderie, and that is quite valuable uh, in in our life. And that's what makes us able to agree, disagree, and understand each other. So uh, that's an important aspect of all this. So I want to thank you publicly for getting me involved here. Thank you publicly also for what you do for NIDS, your enthusiasm, your excitement, and all of you, Kimberly, you're a big part of this. Um, all of you have done so much uh, for our nation and for this organization. And it's really nice to be a, a, a part of this. So with that, Adam, I'll let you close us out. Well, thanks to you, Jim, Curtis, Kim, for being on, uh, being on the show today. And of course, thanks to you, the listeners, for joining us on this episode of the Nuclear View. We promise next week, anniversary, yeah, our anniversary episode. And next week we'll be back back with a hot topic. And like we said, if there's a topic you want us to talk about, engage with, ask NIDS at thinkdeterrence.com. Send it to us. And then, of course, to end it, as we do every episode, we always want to encourage you to think deterrence. Thank you for listening to this week's The Nuclear View. We hope you found it engaging and valuable. The Nuclear View is released each Wednesday and is a production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies, a 501c3 organization. We are dependent upon donations to provide our podcasts. Every donation helps keep this and many other deterrence-related activities happening and helps to bring about awareness of the peacekeeping value of U.S. strength and of our national deterrence. We occasionally answer questions from our valued listeners. If you wish to send us questions on a topic, please send your email to asknids at thinkdeterrence.com. That's asknids, one word, the at symbol, and thinkdeterrence, one word, dot com. If you enjoyed this show, 
check out our other weekly podcast, Nuclear Knowledge. You can catch all of our podcasts at thinkdeterrence.com under the Deterrence Podcast tab. We thank our producer, Kimberly Charrington, our sponsors, and all the fantastic members of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies for making this podcast possible. Stay tuned next week for another exciting and informative nuclear view, where we want to advance peace, promote stability, and remind you to always think deterrence.